Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling. Before we begin, we want to make sure you are following us on all our social media platforms at Dabbling Dribbling on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and that you are following us and subscribe to us on whatever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Sign into our DMs. All those things. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start the podcast off with a new little segment, which I think we're going to keep going. It's just kind of a happenstance that it happened. Um, and then we go right into uh, what's going on in Sudan, which not a lot of people know about. So we want to make sure that our listeners know about it. Um, and then we dive into some thing specific. I forgot what it's called. Uh, what was the thing we do? Is it an investigation? Oh, the investigation of the the armed forces. No, armed police, police officers, officers yeah. in hate groups. Yeah, yeah on, on Facebook. Facebook. That's yeah. a problem. In, in the viral and the uh, virtual world, we right. have some police officers who are uh, saying some things out there that probably shouldn't be saying. Yeah. Um, so we talk about that a little bit, and then Domino's is bringing your pizza to you in a brand new way, people of Houston, Texas. Yes. Be on the lookout. It'll be good. And then in our dribbling section, we dive right into what happened in the finals, because basketball season of 2018-2019 is officially over. Mm-hmm. Uh, congrats, spoiler alert, to the Raptors. Um, and we kind of talk about everything that happened during the final uh, game, as well as some of the free agency things that went down, um, because a big trade happened, a really big one, mm-hmm. a really tall, unibrow one. Yeah. It happened. One line. One, one thing. And some people had some feelings about it, and lots of rumors going on all together. Yeah. So, yeah, and then we want to give a huge shout out. To the fathers out there. Yes. Happy Father's Day, and we appreciate you, love you for all that you do for us. Uh, shout out to Norman, my dad, love you big dude. And shout out to my dad, uh, he has lots of names, but we'll call him Matthew for now. There you and go. He's he's uh, he's good he's good peeps. And to all the folks who have strained relationships with their fathers, lost their fathers, want to be fathers, all those different things, just know that we're thinking of you and sending you a lot of love. And to all the single moms out there who's doing it all anyway. Most yeah. Um. So thank you for all that you do. Um. I think the only thing is the only announcement that we have is that after this episode, we'll be going bi-weekly because it's the off season. Mm-hmm. Um. And so. Make sure you check us out, not next week, but the week after. We'll be around to talk about whatever important free agency things go down. Yeah. It'll be good. All right, friends, let's get into this. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabble and Drummer with Alex and Bry. Hey. It is episode number 82. It is a kind of gloomy day in New York City. I call it a London day. It's a London day. It's a bit overcast. Oh, is it? Mm, I love it. Um, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm definitely a fan of like cloudy coolness. Yeah, like I, where I can yeah. wear shorts and I'm not cold. I can mm-hmm. wear a sweater and I'm not too warm. Like mm-hmm. I like this. That weather yes. is my personality. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, I think, think you're a little it. bit more livelier than that. You think there's more sun? I think there's more sun. There's still clouds. Yeah, it's overcast. It's still a little... No, I wouldn't say it's gray. Because I don't think of you as like a cloudy person. Uh, I like overcast skies. I think it's like... I do too. It's a diffused light. And I would say that's... You are very even keeled and... It's not going to hit. There's no extreme rays. Yes. It's, it's all very. Which is one of the many things I love about you. Oh, thanks. Because um, anytime that you do get a little spicy, mm-hmm. I think I've only seen it happen twice in my whole life. What do you mean by spicy? Three times in my whole life where you've 
gotten upset about something. Uh-huh. Oh, like an extreme emotion. Yeah, and I'm like, just like a, either upset or like really euphoric or something. No, only I've, bad. Se- I've definitely only the bad part. Like, oh, I've seen you, obviously. I feel like you're generally times. happy. I can think of one time. I'm trying to think of the other two times. One time was at a club. Uh, when someone yeah. grabbed Wait. on somebody. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. I was just like, Woo! Oh my God. I was at. I was spicy P. You. You sure? I was just like, Oh my. <laughs> I was aggressive. You were. I was like, My word. We need to get. Sir, I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> you, were, you were trying to have a lively conversation with a young gentleman who grabbed on uh, one of your I lady had, friends. I had, a, I had a lady friend at the time. And she was in the club with me, and then uh, and with me and with some of your other friends, which is not like you to you know bring lady friends around. Yeah, I don't normally do that. Yes, and then you and I, I are very similar. On the one occasion I choose to, some dilettante, remember, some remember, delinquent. Remember when your lady friend tried to be best friends with me, and I said, "Nah." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> this denizen grabbed her hind parts, and mm. she spun on him very quickly, though, yes. and grabbed him um, by the by the, the gonads, mm-hmm. and uh, she gave him a lashing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what they were talking about. I didn't see that part. Because you thought they were just me. you just thought they were friends. I just thought like, oh, she's talking to this guy because she knows him, or whatever. Right. And then she turned to me and was like, that guy just grabbed my ass. I was like, Phew. yeah, and I was flip, just flip switch. Yeah, I was just like. <laughs> Oh, which dude? I'm like, who is this man? I'll take that motherfucker um, right now. And the only other time is when I'll never forget it. It's that day is distinctly in my mind. One I think you know about the the breakup day, the day oh, where the, I was no sad. that yeah okay so I guess four times that that oh, day man. actually that day I actually was like truly worried for you because yeah, you hadn't fine. eaten anything. Yeah, it's unusual for me. Yeah, and I came with food because that's how I love people. <laughs> I'm like, did, I'm like, did made, you eat? Force fed myself. You did. I made mm-hmm. you eat in front of me, and then when you told me, and it was I, a salad, wasn't it? It was a salad. I, yeah, it was the most filling salad. It was a very, it was a very hefty salad. I mm, got it from like the big just, salad. So it was very big. Yeah. Uh, no, prior to that, it was like at a at a party that we were at. We were, you were pissed about something that happened at the party. It's a Halloween party where you were Dennis Rodman. Oh yeah, I'm still mad. I'll say it to their face. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I think you have. I was. So, I don't think I did. Oh. I don't think I said it to their face. I think they know because I was. Just, I was like, ah. Good. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, someone did something not great that probably could have compromised a lot of people in in that space. Oh yeah. Um, and so it's like, come on, be cool. Um. Yeah, I was not about that. So yeah, then there was a sad breakup thing, which. I've never seen you like that. You never ask for help. And so when you ask for help, uh-huh. like, I, th- I think that distinctly I remember you saying like, like, Hey, are you around? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. Oh yeah. That sounds right. And, and, and I'm like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, and you're like, Oh, can, can you come by? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, everything. Okay. And then you kind of tell me and I'm just like, oh, I'm coming. Give me two. I'm like, and the first thing I asked was like, did you eat? <laughs> And you're like, no, I'm like, got you. I'm going to get you food. Um, so that, that, was, was, that was a rough one. The other one was when I finally told, well, I didn't tell you. Our friends told you uh-huh. after Wrigley's accident, uh-huh. you were at my old apartment uh-huh. eating a casserole that our friend Jacob made. Okay. And Jacob and our friend Ashley and others were telling you about the breakup that I just had. Oh yeah, and your oh yeah. It was such an even keeled Alex response, but you just look up <laughs> to Jacob, and you and you just and you just said, "Hey Jacob, 
uh, still have your bat and i was just like still got the bat. and still i was and i and it was so like just like a matter of fact question like, and like, i just had a question yeah i'm just did I'm you just do you have a bat. Do you have, because I have Krylon, and <laughs> we could. And then your next question was like, where does he live again? I'm just like, I'm not saying anything. But general neighborhood within the Queens borough. Yeah. Just, I just need some cross streets. Not even an So anyway, address. we're not going to, we're still, no one's still going to know this, because this man is apparently happily married with. Did so. you listen to this podcast? I, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? One day. Yeah. One day was... you'll tell me we'll be 80. It was this guy in <laughs> well, Queens. And I'll get in my, uh, my uh, what do you call it? Hover round scooter. Oh, no. <laughs> just make my way out to Queens. It's uh, like uh, the police are following you because you're just like in the highway yeah. in your little scooter <laughs> going to Queens. I got a vendetta to settle. This, okay. happened, this happened 50 years ago. It was 2016. <laughs> it really was 2016. I know. Oh. I, I, um, no, most of the time when I get upset, most, that's it. So those are three times where I was high strung emotions. I, emotions got the better of me. Definitely taking like the the lead mm-hmm. on my decision making. Right, but because you're very, one t- again very even keeled. Mm-hmm. But that one time with the guy, the breakup one and the casserole, that one that's how I am typically most of the time. If something irritates me or upsets yeah. me, I go into uh, um, like a well, let's let's skip emotion and go straight to action. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> and and I love how Jacob's response was like yes, and I'm like what let's I don't go. I don't need more people in my let's life. Go leaving my life because you guys are going to jail (laughs) yeah that's okay Uh, and that's in that moment i knew oh i love these people (laughs) with all of my heart (laughs) that's really nice get the bat (laughs) (laughs) that's sweet where does he live (laughs) he doesn't live anywhere it doesn't matter yeah sure well that yeah well oh memory lane uh lately Mm -hmm. i so here's we'll do my i I do this thing with uh (laughs) your group of my people, yeah. My my employees, uh, employees call LeBrons and Darkos. <gasps> oh, that's so amazing! Did I ever tell you this? No, I want to steal. Yeah, it my from highs you. and lows are LeBrons and Darkos. Why so, Darkos? So for people on the front end of the cast who don't listen to the, the dribbling section, yeah. LeBron James, obviously the greatest basketball player in the world, right. regardless of what has been thrown around in the muck mm-hmm. in the last three to four weeks. Yikes! There will be a reckoning <laughs> next year. <laughs> Yikes. He's listening to this very closely. <laughs> my word. People have been speaking blasphemy. So, oh my. LeBron is my highs. Mm-hmm. So, it's a high from your week. Sure. Darko's, named after affectionately Darko Militich, second overall pick in the 2003 NBA draft that went to the Detroit Pistons. If you're struggling to remember this, that's why he's the, the low. Oh my god, that is actually genius. Darko Militic was the second pick. He's from Serbia. He played about three, four seasons. He yeah. averaged about two points, and yeah. then he retired, and he's a kickboxer slash farmer mm-hmm. back in Eastern Europe. The people who were picked first were LeBron James, third was Carmelo Anthony, fourth was Chris Bosh, and fifth was Dwayne Wade. So it's kind of like, um, <laughs> oh, oh no! So many opportunities to get that right. <laughs> oh, oh! Detroit oh. flubbed it. Oh. Uh, so yeah, that's why you call Lebron's and Darko. So my Lebron's from this past week. We uh, should do that every cast. Your Lebron, our Lebron's and Darkos. Okay, I'm down. I love that. I'm down with it. I'm really into that. My my Lebron 
uh, one of those LeBrons hanging out with a buddy in Philadelphia uh, was good for me this past weekend. We did not run into Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, um, mm. unfortunately. But uh, I got hit up by a on a dating app <gasps> by someone a few weeks ago. I didn't bring it up because I thought it was just like funny. But this person matched with me, or they they sent me a like, mm-hmm. and. Is on Bumble or something? No, it's on Hinge. Okay. And she, ladies, ladies, uh, he's on Hinge. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsoring this podcast. They, uh, she, first profile picture, way too pretty for what I'm into. Do I you know, you know, you're very pretty, right? No, I'll take the like compliment. You, like Thanks. I'm not saying this, but like you're a very pretty person. Like you should be equally yeah, with keep, someone who's just as pretty. Well, keep that compliment stream coming. I don't, I don't mind that because I don't but, give it to you very often. Yeah, I know, no, I'm not, I'm not, let me finish my thought process and then you'll see what I mean. So very pretty. Very pretty. First profile picture is her in a, probably a club with a very low cut dress and thigh high boots. And she's, yeah, an open cleavage a little bit. Small, probably like B cup, C cup. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she's uh, crossing her legs with the leg coming. C cup since like junior high. Memory lane. <laughs> Simpler times. Anyway, continue what you're saying. Sorry. And Nostalgia. So her legs are like for days. And oh, then nice. um, very pretty, mm-hmm. hair flowing, all this sort of stuff. And I scroll down and I'm like, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, girl, we matched back on Coffee Meets Bagel three years ago. Did you guys go on a date then? No. Oh. You know why? Why? Because she kept flaking. Oh no! She would say, "I'm gonna, you know, when do you want to meet?" Uh, I'd say, "Oh yeah, let's do this weekend. Do you want to meet here or there?" Mm-hmm. Which is like, and there'd be like a delay, and she'd say, "Okay." And then the day would come, or the day before, and I'd say, "Still on for tomorrow?" Nothing. Crickets. Day goes by. Nothing. Oh no! Oh, I guess nothing's happening. She said, and then she would respond a few days later. Hey, do you want to meet up tomorrow? Blah blah blah. And I said, Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah. And then the same thing been? would happen. It would happen multiple times. And I said, So if we're sorry, everyone. Yeah, so, he burped because you know so, we'd be drinking. So if <laughs> she, and then it just never transpired. And I said, Well, I can't tell what's going on, but if you ever want to meet up for coffee or drinks, let me know. Nothing. Yikes. So now. Girl, you are flubbing this. Right. So then she sent me this like. So you have the option of responding to the like with actual words or just saying match. And then it says to the person, it literally says, and I'm using, I'm trying to be very careful to use the word literally exactly. Right. Instead of essentially or what's the other word? Relatively. Figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. Relatively. So literally says. Alex has invited you to start the conversation. Right. So I just took the lazy approach because. Yeah, if you want to talk to me. I didn't say anything. She says, Hi, why do you look so familiar? Seriously? Mm hmm. Sorry, guys, I'm uh, turning on the lights. That's all good. It's getting dark. So, so. Wait, that was. That was, that was her response? So, why do you look so familiar? Oh, my word, and girl. I, you are so obtuse. I said, I don't know. She probably know. does this to a lot of guys. I said, what's your best guess? And she said, I don't know. Ha, ha, ha. Where are you from? And I said, that's such a broad existential question. I mean, where is anyone really from? Oh, my God. You're that person. Spiritually, emotionally. <laughs> you are that person. And I left it there. 
And she hasn't responded back? And she didn't respond for a week, and I let it go. And then I get this message at, like, 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. a week later. Hey, so sorry. I didn't log back into my app. How are you doing? She's not very good at talking. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is... I'm... It, it is, like... My, I feel like my gums are bleeding because it's so uh, bad. I said to my buddy <laughs> in Philadelphia, I said, what, what do I do here? Because part of me wants her to realize if you've been out here single for three years and this is how you've been operating, my first impression and my second now stint with you, it's just not. You're just not killing me. I want to. I, w- I almost want to like do a coaching session with you. <laughs> just can I help you, please? So anyway, help me help you. you. You're a very pretty, sweet girl, and I really want you to be successful out here. So anyway, I finally responded to her. Uh, she said, "Oh, I asked her about one thing on her profile, and I said, tell me about this thing. Let me mm-hmm. just open the door. Why don't you tell me about something?'" Right. She said. Ha ha ha, that's way too long of a story to do via text, more of an in-person conversation. Are we Uh, ever going to have that? So I said, if you'd like to have an in-person conversation, or are you suggesting we have an in-person conversation, hey, up to you, question mark. Right. No question mark, just a thing. And she said, hmm, maybe start with FaceTime? You tell me. Is FaceTime almost more personal than in person? Yeah, because I don't know how to. Where do I put the phone? Like, yeah. do I? Because do sometimes when I talk on FaceTime, I mean, you see me talk on FaceTime yeah. before. I'm like, yeah. phone is like right here. Yeah, like very close to my face. Sometimes it's far away. But I'm like feeling. I feel like it's a very. It's very intimate. It's very intimate, more than being in person. I would say. I would agree. So I said, somehow FaceTime feels more personal than in person. Mm-hmm. How about this? Next time you're in the city around this area, go ahead and message me on this app. We'll get coffee or hang out in the park. Right. Let's let's keep it chill. Yeah. I left it at that. She's not going to respond to you. No. Well, he doesn't really want this. No, I don't. The no, hunter I don't, has become the hunted, and I'm I'm running away from the situation. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't have any interest in. I'm this. into it. But my my LeBron is that sometimes things come back around, and you know your worth at that point. Yeah. Like I was good three years ago. I don't know what your what your angle is, right? But let's not do this again. Yeah, I like that. Good, good. You know, have fun. Any darkos? Mmm. Darkos. What did I do recently? Anything bad? I don't think so. Nice. No, I'm good. Oh, I left my uh, notebook on the mega bus. I got back from oh, Philadelphia. No. Well, they called me. I had to go back and get it. Oh, I had to go all the way up to 34th Street between oh, 11th and 12th. I know. I might as well have just like, uh, you know. No, but it's your notebook. It has stuff in it. I had to go there. Yeah. It was a trek. Oh. It was a trek. It's one of those oh. things where you, you get off the bus at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, still daylight. I got things I can do for the next three hours. And, and this now, endeavor takes three hours. Yeah, I'm like, it's going to take you. Unless, I'm like, you could have biked back. I didn't have a bike. Where's your bike? It was at my place. Oh, you were like out doing things. I was out. Oh, no. Took three hours. Oh, no. Just to get a notebook. Oh, no. I said, this notebook has 180 something pages done. Yeah, you need that I notebook. Need like, notebook. Yeah, you need the notebook. It's my best yet. It's, my it's, best, your, be- yet. it's your best friend? My best ideas. Oh, well, okay. no, it's my best yet notebook. I have oh. tons of notebooks. I have like 20 something notebooks. Nice. This is the best one I've ever done. 
I need to go get it. Yep, makes so sense. I got that. Well, you got LeBron's and Darko's? Uh, Darko's, I like miffed my back in some way. Um, mm. I like slept funny and like my neck and everything has been kind of funky. So I've been like recovering from that or like figuring that out, going to PT and doing some acupuncture mm-hmm. and Which massaging. Really works. Yeah, no, literally the lady put the needle in like the area in my traps that were like so tight from. One, my, my whole back is just tight because of sitting in meetings and things like that. I'm just sitting in general for like work. Um, that when um, she put the needles where the where it was tight, you she saw she was moving it to release the tension in my muscles. It was she's like you're gonna feel sore as though you just got like a deep tissue massage. Just so you know, mm. I'm like noted. Mm. Um, because like it literally twitched like my nice. my muscles, which is a good thing. It's a good mm-hmm. thing in acupuncture, mm-hmm. and you just kind of mm-hmm. sit there in some heat and stim to just like get everything loosened up. When she does one area, does she also put needles in other parts of your body? Yeah, she does it in my, by my feet, my hands. Okay, yeah, it's that's part of those are the like release points. Or yeah, something? I think it's like part, it's all connected to yeah, all okay. of that. I'm so, sure. I'm make sure my guy is not like leading me astray. Yeah, no, it's that's. Part says, of I'm going to keep you guessing, so <laughs> you won't try and do this at home. Yeah, no, this is it's uh, like I definitely feel like 100 percent better. Like I'm not at 100 percent, but I feel 100 percent mm. better from what I was feeling. Do earlier. you take a nap when you do this? Um, yeah, I took like a small little 10 minute that. nap. It was nice and quick. So, but yeah, I just like need to get back on being a little bit more healthy because uh, I've been kind of slacking. Like I usually go to PT once a, once a week mm-hmm. and with PT comes Pilates. Like I get like a 20 minute Pilates session and it's like intense and really good. That's great. Um, I love my PT. Um, they're Pilates wonderful. are hard. Pilates, like it's some of the simplest movements and you're like, Mm-mm. why is this so difficult to do? All I'm doing is being at like my legs at tabletop and I'm just like, yeah. and yes. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just holding this in and my whole body is shaking because it's like, yes, muscles. I did a Pilates class mm-hmm. after my strength training session mm-hmm. when I was back at that community gym. Oh yeah. And yeah. I was doing Pilates with a room full of all middle-aged uh, women. And they were probably kicking your ass. Kicking my ass. <laughs> my flexibility is like super real in that one too so so that was good so i did like a acupuncture pilates and and some heat and stim on my back to just like get myself loosened up again because i don't want to you know i don't want to mess it up because Mm. it's only one body you got you got to be good to it yeah um and my lebron I don't know, I'm looking forward to... I'm, I'm Genuinely, I've been looking forward to this week. There's some things I want to get done at work, some things I want to get done personally, like yeah. organizing and stuff, and I'm looking forward to all of those things. Great. So, I really like this. I like the Darkos and LeBrons. Yeah, let's do that. That should be part of our segment. Episode like, 82, starting now, <laughs> going forward. Was our Darkos and LeBrons and then our... Mm-hmm. And our and our our dabbling stuff. That's right. So let's actually like roll right into that, just so that um, we are we are good to go. So do you know what's going on in Sudan? Uh, enlighten me. Okay. So if you didn't know what's happening in Sudan, here's like a very quick crash course bullet points of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Omar Bashir, who is he's been the dictator in Sudan for over thirty years, finally stepped down this past April. So April twenty nineteen step down okay and it was decided that this uh, that sudan would have a transitional government for about two years and it's led by the transitional military council the tmc until the new leader is elected 
TMZ? TMCC Council. Okay. Transitional Military Council. TMC. Makes sense. Got it. Okay. So they're supposed to be doing this for two years until the person is elected. Cool? Uh, yeah, it sounds good. Okay, cool. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Omar Bashir is a bad man. He is not a good person. So him stepping down, like this, it, it was a while, but they finally got him to step down. Um, ever since then, there's been a two-month-long massive peaceful sit for demanding for civilian rule until last week. So for two months, is it last week? Yeah, about last week or two weeks ago. So for two months, people have been protesting peacefully, saying we want the civil, like essentially they're asking for democracy, right? They're essentially asking for people to figure out who they want to be elected. They don't want these regimes of like dictators coming in and being terrible. Make sense? I, I guess that's a fair request. So it's a request, right? So peaceful sit-ins, peaceful protesting happening until yeah. last week. When Rapid Support Forces, which also known as the RSF, Rapid Support Forces Militia, known as Janjaweed, violently attacked and shot demonstrators during the holy month of Ramadan. For those of you who don't uh, know, Sudan is a Sudan is a country in Africa, the continent. Okay, Africa is not a country. I was going to lead with that and say, I, she, she's assuming everyone knows where Sudan is. Yes, but I was I'm like, s- you know what? I think very highly of our listeners. <laughs> yes, I, I do too. But let's just in case. you Just know, in case. In case. It's a, is it East African? East African. Well, it's like Central East. Yeah. So it's by uh, like Chad, Ethiopia, Chad. Mm-hmm. that area. South of like Tunisia and the like upper. Yeah. So, um, so, and it's also, it's a, so it's a, it's a, it's an African country. So that means there are black people that live there. So it's a black African Muslim country. Yeah. So those things are important because if you don't know what's going on in Sudan, that's probably why. Because it's black Muslim country. Yeah. No one cares about those people. So during the holy month of Ramadan, estimated over 100 deaths, 650 injuries, um, over 40 corpses found in the Nile River as they tried to cover up their murders. So many horrific rape cases of both women and men being raped. Um, and this is all by the rapid support forces known as the Janjaweed, uh, who are violently attacking peaceful protesters. So they have, so they've basically done like blackouts in, in, um, Sudan, like social media blackouts. So people can't like put messages out there of what's happening, but you know, social media is helpful. Um, and so there are people in other parts of the world that are reporting on what's going on because they're having, they're in contact with people in Sudan who are like, no, people are literally getting killed and raped in front of our eyes because they're peacefully protesting, wanting mm. the civilian rule to happen, essentially. Um, so this is horrible. So for those of you who go to our Instagram page, you'll notice that our icon is this uh, blue color. It is uh, a way to show support for uh, the demonstrators in Sudan um, because the reality is I watch a lot of news CNN, MSNBC, even Fox and BBC and things like that. And no one's reporting about this. This is not something people are reporting about. And this is essentially a human rights violation that is happening every day for the past two weeks. And that's super, super terrible. So I wanted to put that out there to say, holy crap. Because I think about the country that we live in right now, 
we have the privilege of protesting, doing things that we want based on freedom of speech, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that we don't get tear gas. It doesn't mean that, you know, bad things don't happen to protesters. But the raping and pillaging of these people doesn't happen in our country, but it's happening in others that mm-hmm. we know of, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it does in our country. I just don't hear about it, maybe. I don't know. But um, it's, it's as wild that they're, and these are young people. These are people our age and younger who are, like, protesting and wanting something better for their country, you know, they love their country and they want something better for it. Um, so my love and our heart and our prayers and our our energies and all our good things are going to the people of Sudan, hoping for peace and really hoping that these freaking like it's been about a week and a half or so since these like terrible things have been happening. And the fact that the news outlets are not talking about it is horrendous. It is an abomination. How did you hear about that? On social media. OK, it was yeah. it was it was, uh, was honestly. To be fair, it was Rihanna that taught me. Oh my goodness, Riri makes another appearance on the cast. Right, and patron saint <laughs> Rihanna, <laughs> patron saint of of Devlin and Dribbling, Damn. Rihanna. Rihanna posted about it and just being and Rihanna and uh, the artist Bass. He's from J Cole's mm-hmm. label. Um, he's super cool. I met him uh, last year when he was doing a quick pop up here in in uh, the city, and he's from Sudan. His family's from Sudan, and so he was talking about it. So I'm like, when Bass is telling me to, you know, Bass is an amazing rapper who's super woke talking about this. Rihanna's like, why is no one talking about this? I think it's important. And some people are like, oh, changing your profile picture doesn't do anything. Sure, it doesn't do anything maybe specifically, but it if it helps you Google why is everyone's you know, Instagram and Facebook profile pictures this blue color, maybe maybe you'll do something about it. Mm. Maybe you'll see what's going on. There are fake accounts there like trying to exploit the situation because there are there are actual funds out there that are uh, specifically for this cause that that isn't the Red Cross that is like specifically to help people in Sudan directly. But of course, there's people that are going to exploit that too. So just make sure you you know do your Google searches and things properly so that you can um, get the right get the right info. Mm. Do you have any thoughts, comments, or concerns? Uh, I read a book five, six, no, eight years ago called okay. Tears of the Sun. Oh. Or is it Tears of the Desert? Let me not be wrong about this. Tear of the... Uh, no, that is a Bruce Willis movie. Um, <laughs> Tears of the Desert uh, is a book... By Damian Lewis and Halima Bashir. Okay. And it's a woman's account of her time in the Sudan struggles. Mm. And, and they've been Omar, struggling for years. This is not like a one-time thing. Over, well over a decade. Yeah. And, um, well, at least over 30 years because this Bashir's, sure. Bashir's been ruling for over 30 years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she talks about Omar Bashir and the different struggles that she faced as a Muslim woman in that... Uh, country and it made me so sad and mad and i felt pretty helpless so what i did is i made a i remember making a drawing about it and i just that was what i needed to do on a piece of paper just to get that out but uh, i encourage anyone to uh just look a little bit deeper into that whether it's one person's story or what's being reported on just yeah I, i appreciate that you brought that to our attention yeah so it's it was a specific massacre that happened and if you um 
search I am the Sudan revolution, uh, check out Bass, B-A-S. He has um, on Instagram who has a bunch of information about it. Um, it's just it's just incredibly sad and it's it makes me you know i want what's best for obviously the country at the end of the day what the people want um and we don't need dictators to be doing any of that wait a second what's up what are you feeling oh it's a um it's a region of because the specific title is called tears of the desert uh and a the struggles in darfur which yeah, is a section South, of Sudan. Yeah, yeah, yeah South Sudan. It, was South, it was South Sudan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they've been, again, this is an area that has been toiled with just terrible, terribleness. Like, mm-hmm. one destruction after another. And it's just like, the fact that no one's talking about it makes me mad. And a part of me is like, we have a cast, we have this platform, and I, I would be doing a disservice to the opportunity that I have to speak mm. to not speak about it here. Yeah, I like it. So... Uh, my our prayers and our love to the Sudanese people. Um, if you can, if you can support monetarily, do so. If you can support with your your love and your prayers, and that's important. If you support with your voice, do that. Do what you can to do something about this, because you know our our siblings are dying, and that's not okay. Yeah, that's not okay. Huh. Anything else you want to talk about? I know that yeah. was like so sad. I have other sad stuff to talk about. Okay, can I talk about things? sad stuff? Yeah. Let's talk about sad I'll, I'll try and I'll try and These are all darkos. March to the beat of your <laughs> drum. Uh so an investigation. Okay. By Reveal, mm-hmm. which is run by the US Center for Investigative Reporting. Okay. Found that over four hundred current or retired Law enforcement officials have been uh, identified within hate groups on Facebook. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, like in the country? In the country. So 400 across the country thus far with their investigation. So over 50 uh, departments they've called, they've contacted these departments, places where they have employees who are in these... Who are current employees. Current employees, or they're not sure if they retired or whatever, so they call these police departments and say, hey, do you currently have a John Smith yeah. on your staff? Uh, do you know he's a part of this Facebook group called White Lives Matter or Death to Islam Undercover? Mm. Mm. Uh, he is, mm. uh, yeah. So at least one officer has been fired... Okay. It's a breach of policy within their The fact uh, that they have a policy is good. Yeah, I was like, that's cool that there's a department that says you just can't do this. Right. And then the other ones are 50 departments have launched their own internal investigations. Yeah. And uh, Facebook could not be reached for comment, but Reveal is just basically looking through all these hate groups, extremists, mm-hmm. and looking for all this... Uh, uh, divisive rhetoric out mm-hmm. there and they're just looking to see how many of them are coming from police officers mm-hmm. so that's the general gist of it is nothing new you you knew it before yeah but it's just here's signs pointing toward active involvement in anti-person anti-race anti-religious uh, rhetoric coming mm-hmm. from people who are supposed to be tasked with pres- with protecting yeah uh, people yeah of the country I have like such a like mixed like thoughts about law enforcement 
because I think in my within the past couple of years, I've gotten to know more law enforcers, specifically mm-hmm. like, specifically mm-hmm. the NYPD. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep going to those NYPD mixers. Huh? I, I mean, I just be trying to find those, a man. You know singles, what I'm saying? Singles I, night. <laughs> you know, a man in uniform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Um, Boys in blue. <laughs> Boys in blue. Hey. And I think of like some of my closest, like some of the friends that I know that are in law enforcement. Um, and they're just, again, most of the people that I know are all people of color, mm-hmm. varying levels of education from like a couple years of college to actual like college degrees and master's degrees. Um, so like I have a friend who is a social worker that is, um, like has his master's in social work and is a police officer, which is like, I think really smart yeah uh, when i think about like it's a good toolkit absolutely, good, good utility absolutely. Belt. and then I, I i know people who have like like the equivalent to like an associate's degree that are police officers who are just as intelligent just as like incredibly smart all absolutely. those different things right and so degrees don't like matter to me about that for me it's about like can you look at somebody and recognize like for me we've talked about this in this in this class before it can't be me like i could never do that job I could no. never I could never be in law enforcement or in the armed forces and for those people who do those jobs risking their lives to protect me and my rights and all those things yeah. I will forever and ever be grateful um, I think of my friends who are law, in law enforcement and I think of from like basic like public safety officers in in like universities yeah. to people who are you know the the chief superintendent or whatever um of of a police department uh police force like i i i think of them often because they do so much to protect the people that they are overseeing right a city a a place whatever Mm -hmm. um and so i i look at this and i'm like there's so many good cops out there Yep. There are many so more, many. Many more good. Many, many more good. Mm-hmm. And as much as I talk trash about crap police officers, one, often all of them are white. Mm. Often they are white. Not all of them. Often they are white. Because there's also black and brown police officers that are have um, bias views on various races and yep. things. That's, norm- that's normal slash to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um and so I look at all of those things and I think I think about like what like how people look at how people look at law enforcement. I know when I see a white police officer, I'm ready to fight. Mm. Like I know cuz often it's white police officers that have stopped me over the black and brown ones. Mm-hmm. That's always been that's always been my experience. And, and like, of course, black and brown police officers stop me when I've, like, driven too fast. Or, like, of course, there's, like, mm-hmm. those basic things. But when I'm in New York City, it's often the white ones that are profiling me. Yeah. And so I have, so I wonder. And so, like, I understand why people immediately be, think, like, all cops are bad. It's like, no, they're not. No. In the same way, not all black people are, insert stereotype. Not yeah. all, not all Indian people insert stereotype, right? Um but to me, because this is, I was asking why, if it was like a specific city or a state or something, was because nah. I was like, if this is a whole country, that's not surprising to me it that said, there's 400. Yeah, it said that there's some rural areas, but then there's also pockets within Los Angeles, New York, and other major cities. I'm not surprised by so, that either. Yeah. Especially with what people see. Like, I, I'll have conversations with some of my cop friends, and they see some things I'm just like, I would not be surprised if you yeah. have a bias against 
like ex mm-hmm. like kind of person a prostitute a right. which by the way is legal in new york right now or it will be legal in new york prostitution this is it like on the come up in the house yeah oh so there's like a bill on the yeah. floor oh uh what makes you think it's gonna be passed because it's like pretty the fact that it's like what because it's been in, in the works for a while, I think. So, okay. um, I'll have to read more into we'll it. Maybe see we'll if talk that about comes to pass. Yeah, yeah we'll I mean that would be what, what that means for economy, tax dollars, and yeah, all that. and regulation. So, yeah. so women can be safe. Maybe that would be sure, helpful. For sure, for sure. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not like I'm not surprised. Like when you like I think of like the assumptions that I make when I see a person who looks a certain way, mm-hmm. like they have. Like, I'll never forget, um, I was dealing with, like, a pretty serious situation, um, kind of life and death regarding a couple of people in my work, and somebody's mother walks in with, like, a Chanel bag, her nails done, Louis Vuitton heels, and things like that, and I immediately made assumptions about this person, um, of, like, oh, they have money, they got money, money, and, you know, just, like, all these, like, things of assumptions that I make, and, um, all the assumptions that I made for them for that, like, point two seconds that I was thinking about it, um, like, went away the minute I interacted with them. Right. Right? Like... Because she gave you a Louis Vuitton Chanel purse and some cash? First of all, no. <laughs> no, but, like, I just thought this person was going to be very stuck up. They were going to be very uppity. They were going to be very um, difficult to work with. Yeah. is what I thought was going to happen, right? Well, they were pleasant, though. But they were they were dealing with something that was really hard. They mm. were grateful. They were incredibly grateful mm. for my presence. They were uh, gracious. They were, like, so kind, right? And I'm like, man, I should have made an assumption that this person who seemingly has all this money from this really uppity town in, like, Connecticut, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so I'm making all these assumptions because, like, this is what people have told me mm-hmm. about people with money, mm-hmm. you know? And then come you know comes to show that like actually you're an idiot for making that assumption this person once you got to know them you're like oh not everyone's like that okay you know so just to say i'm not surprised by those numbers i'm I'm sure it's higher to be honest (laughs) i was gonna say this is just who they've identified yeah i'm sure there's more 400 there's definitely more and they said the investigation's not done they're still going it's just this is what we got so far and it's out there, people. Yeah. So uh, I think it's just a pause for, and I'm sure if you ask some of the people who are implicated in this, yeah, 400. I'm number, not racist. Oh, uh-uh. just because I'm in a group that says White Lives Matter doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I hate black people. You probably have an implicit bias that's down there working for you that you probably haven't explored before. Right. And there's other guys in the department who aren't a part of that Facebook group. Yeah. Who talk to that person over beers or over the radio. And yeah. Like, totally understand where they're coming from. So. That's sad. It's like, yeah, there probably needs to be more cultural sensitivity and, and training around that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank and you for sharing that. You got that. And then the last thing I would say is that uh, Domino's has a driverless Pizza delivery coming to Houston. What? No driver. Got your little pod car. I will say, I grew up eating Domino's. That's the one food. I'm sorry, friend. Um, first of all, I have only fond memories of Domino's. I still eat Domino's. Oh, I misread that. Yeah, I no, I've, I've, um, growing up not with a lot of money. My mom was the only person working for a good chunk of my life, and then my dad was able to work because my dad. Uh, had to get his education and things like that to get a decent amount job. Was Domino's cheaper than Little Caesars? 
Domino's was the closest thing to our house, and Got Little it. Caesars was more expensive. Yes, was it? Yeah, five. The five dollar readies, like ready to go. Tomorrow? Yeah. Do you know that I'm a growing girl? That that's not a, that's not big enough. Domino. Oh, you get more pizza mm-hmm. from a Domino. Pizza. Yeah. Go 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 go. Um, and all we got was pizza. So like my my mom for over, for eight years, um, was we lived in a one income household mm-hmm. while, while my dad was going to got his GED. By the way, my dad's a G. Uh, got mm-hmm. his GED. Um, went to community college, graduated first in his class to be an x-ray technician, got certification for both doing CTs and MRI, so he can take pictures of your body, the insides of your body. Um, yeah, but like it took a while to get there, to get into a, you know school, pay mm-hmm, for all those mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. So we were a one-income household for a while until we moved out to the suburbs, um, and now we have two incomes, which is really great. Um, but the you know we didn't go out to eat. My mom always cooked. Right. For us. Um, and so uh, my mom and my dad. And so the one thing we would do um, for a while, it was like one Friday a month. We would get deep dish Domino's pizza. Mm-hmm. I still can taste it. Yeah. Uh, if it's like such a like if I taste it now, you'd be you would taste and be like, this is trash. <laughs> like you can make you can make this better. Um, but they it changed was, the recipe too. Yeah, yes, they have changed the recipe. But also just like it's just such a like I appreciated that like my parents knew that that's something that we wanted and like okay we can't afford it all the time, but once a month we will go get Domino's. And after a while, we used to get it like every other week, mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. we could afford it. Right. So wow, feeding kids is expensive. That's why I'm not going to have any anytime soon. <laughs> so, I barely can feed Wrigley. Oh, uh, boy. Wrigley, are you doing okay there, Booger? I'm so appreciative of that story. And it it calls to mind how privileged we can be yeah. sometimes. And sure. that I had Domino's as a kid. Sometimes mm-hmm. I preferred Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. and then Papa Pizza Hut was better. And then Papa John's came into play. Mm-hmm. And actually, above all else, I would have rather have done Little Caesars. It was mm-hmm. my favorite. But it was $5 hot and ready. You just right. show up, five bucks, there you go, boom, right. done. There's eight slices, five bucks. That's a, In my mind, that was a deal. Domino's changed the formula and put out a commercial. Hey, everyone, we heard you. Mm-hmm. We added. We hear you. We put flavor in the crust. And ah. then we're all like, yes! <laughs> Meanwhile, little Bri is over here saying, God, please don't take away the flour water dough. <laughs> Mm. I love it. I love Yummy. the taste of flour. <laughs> I uh, do. Well, anyway, Domino's. But that's kind of wild. They have their little wise. driver car here. Looks like a little 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 cute bug car with. Cute. There's no room for a driver. You stack the pizzas in there. You put the breadsticks. You put all the stuff in there. It'll drive around to certain locations of Houston residents who order online. It'll drop mm-hmm. off the pizza for them. They're going to try to expand to more locations, but so far they have six cars. Wow! And they're they and already Houston tried is... it in Scottsdale, Arizona. They've done it, which is a rich area of yeah. uh, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then there's other areas in California they're working on. So California, Arizona, Texas are the three states where they're. So trying what this. I'm seeing and hearing is space that places where there's lots of space, lots of space, and people who really. Love Domino's. Well, I like to drive <laughs> yes. a lot. Because like, I, I, like a driverless car in New York City 
Sounds like a disaster waiting to it's happen. A bad idea, and definitely will get. Uh, That's hijacked. why all of our delivery deliverers are like bike messengers. That's right. <laughs> if this car existed in New York, people would jump this car. Yeah, we'd be like, "What the?" Actually, I'm, I might just sit on top of it to get to my next location. There you go. Free ride, uh, two seventy five. So that's fun. So we'll be on the lookout for that. And the company that makes the cars is actually called Neuro. Okay. So they're the company, and Domino's is partnering with them. So very cool. Hot. Pizza coming to you via driverless oh, that's car. So funny, Nero, so close to Nero. Little Caesars linking. All right, yes. go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? No, that's all I got. Let's talk about so much exciting basketball news. Basketball. All right, folks. We'll see you soon. All right, folks. It is our dribbling section of the cast where we talk about all things NBA basketball specifically. We try our best to. Keep it simple, but sometimes we get carried away. I try to bring it back to be like, oh, there may be people who don't know anything about basketball that are listening in. So if you've got questions, DM us. We'd be happy to answer. Um, I think the first thing we need to talk about without fail is the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. It went S and S, so that goes all the way to uh, wait. No, it went four and two mm-hmm. in a game of S. And so Kawhi came out with the MVP mm-hmm. and everyone in Toronto's F. So I was really trying to abbreviate every word that yeah. I would say to try and intentionally lose people. Yeah, just I was about to, to say. undercut what you were just saying about keeping it simple. <laughs> you so just, if you in just, 10 seconds I turned you away, I'm sorry. You're the worst. So the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors versus Fort, the, the, the GSW, the, the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors versus the Toronto Raptors. I really hate you right I'm now. Sorry. I'm going to punch you. They, they I'm going to take my empty beer <laughs> bottle and throw it at you. <laughs> the Toronto Raptors and a best of seven. Seven series, you have to win four games, and Toronto was able to win four. Did I say best of six? No. I think I said that. Did you say best of six? I, I, no, I said that they were going to win it in six. Um, sure, we'll go with that. I think that's what I said. I'll give it to you. I did say. Check the tape. I said either they were going to win in six or win in seven at the end of the day, that Toronto was going to win. You can't say this or that. No, I, no that's what I know. I think if you go back oh, to our you tape, that's what I said. Six or seven. Yeah, six or seven. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you, you were close. The, Either yeah, way, the guy, I think I win because you, I don't remember what I said. You said like I think the what you what I distinctly remember you saying was Golden State's going to win it in four. No, no, that was for uh, Portland. <laughs> no, you said it for this. I think for Portland, I said no, four you, jokingly, well, jokingly. But that's what happened. But then that's what happened. <laughs> and then Toronto, I think. No, I know I gave Toronto a game at least. I actually thought Toronto. No, you said no, no. There's no way because uh, I knew oh, I KD wasn't playing. Because you jokingly yeah. said it. And yeah. Then, okay. No, I don't know what number I actually so, gave him. Game six. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you, I was watching the game and I'm like, okay. A part of me wanted them to go to game seven because I wanted Toronto to win it at home in Toronto, sure, and not in. Oakland. Um, it's also the last game in Oakland. I wanted Golden State to win their last game ever played in Oracle at Oracle. For those of you who don't know, uh, Golden State's um, arena is moving to San Francisco. Across the bay. Across the bay. So uh, this is their last game in Oracle while they're finishing up the stadium in San Francisco. So like that would be nice for Golden State to win their last game there. And then game seven would be epic. And mm-hmm. game seven would have been yesterday. Yep. But Toronto Raptors were like, now nah, we're going to finish this Close right it. now. We're going to finish this today. Um, and they did. And it was amazing. A couple of things that I did not know that I found out later was that the 
Golden State Warriors people and the NBA asked Drake not to come to Oakland for security reasons. No way. That was dead ass. No way. That <laughs> he wasn't there, was he? No, he was. He was in Toronto, okay. watching the game with everybody else. All right. I was at a bar with my friends and watching it. It was lovely. I imagine Adam Silver having that conversation. Dear Drake, <laughs> dear, don't dear come. Aubrey, <laughs> dear, dear Mr. Aubrey, please don't come. <laughs> that would be great. Thank you. Um, so that was that was interesting. The game itself, for essentially the first half, Golden State was leading. Yes. And it was just like very neck and neck. There were 14 lead changes by the third quarter. Right. Uh, we did not see the Golden State Warriors, third quarter Golden State Warriors like we usually see. Right. Because of a couple of things. Yeah. One, we all know KD is out and we found out um, KD either that day or the day before the game, he um, Instagrammed a picture of himself saying, yes, he did rupture his Achilles. Yep. Is that the same thing as a tear? Or is it less than a tear? I think it's not a full tear. Like Still a, not great. A disconnect. Yeah. It's a it's a rupture. It's a severe tear. Yeah, it's not wonderful. Uh, that injury recovery. They ask for three hundred days. Right. He's it's, not playing. He's next not year. playing next year. No. He's not playing next year. Yeah. His Achilles injury changes basketball. I saw a meme that said. It's confirmed Kevin Durant has uh, ruptured his tendon. It was after game five. Yeah. Kevin Durant ruptures his uh, Achilles tendon. GM Bob Myers for Golden State clears Kevin Durant to play in game six. (laughs) Messy. Messy Bessies. Kevin Durant left to go back to New York for treatment and all the surgery and stuff. And he brought his own medical staff with him and not the Golden State Warriors medical team. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're a basketball player of the eliteness of a Kevin Durant and a LeBron James, you have your own medical staff. Yes, you do. You you invest in your body. Absolutely. Um, those little legs. Poor thing. Again, we have our own feelings about Kevin Durant as like a, a player person. I still don't want him to have a ruptured Achilles because yeah. that changes the player. It 100% changes him. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, I think of Kobe. He was still lethal, just different lethal. DeMarcus Cousins is different. Who else are really big ones that have like... Paul Pierce, didn't he have a ruptured Achilles? I don't think so. I thought Paul Pierce did. Maybe. I don't remember that. He went to the bathroom. He went to the bathroom in a wheelchair. Paul Pierce. Because he needed to boop. Jeez. Which is also really funny because it's actually not really funny. I'm going to bring that back up in a little bit and we'll tell you why. So we all know KD. Again, regardless of our feelings about KD, we wish him nothing but like the speediest recovery and for him to come back and continue Mm -hmm. to be lethal on on the floor we want him to be at least for me i want him to be great on the floor even after all of this yes at the end of the day um the reason why it's going to change the game of basketball i think is because he was supposed to be a free agent he was supposed to go come to new york or come to you know like go somewhere where he's going to like change the game again or whatever um but it it seems like he may sign sign back with max deal with uh golden state warriors as well as clay they are going to offer both of them max deals. max deals because Clay also went down with a torn uh, ACL. ACL. So I saw that happen. Same. And I 
when they did the replay and I saw his knee like essentially buckle, it, yes. it wasn't buckle, but it just like made like yep. it's something. And I was like, oh god, his and the in, in the bar, I was like, oh my god, his ACL, Woo-hoo. and and he pain in pain still did two free throws. Yes, he did. Well, first he walked back. He walked out and then he walked back. Right to do the two free throws. Because he was walking into the tunnel, and then someone told him, "Hey, there's a rule that if you don't shoot the free throws, you don't you, get it. You're not coming back in the game after you get checked out. Right. You're officially ruled out. Right, and he comes back. Up. So he's like, okay, let me shoot these.' Um, many years ago, when uh, uh, Kobe tore his Achilles, he went and shot two free throws. That's right. Um, somebody else also did the same thing, but you know, someone had to use the bathroom and had to be wheeled out in a wheelchair before he threw his Pierce's contract with ESPN commentating did not get renewed for next year. Sure did it. Paul Pierce. You know who's did? Who? My favorite guy, Jalen Rose. Well, yeah, of course. Jalen's the man. He he is so smart. Anyway, yeah, Paul Pierce. We called it. We called it from the jump. We're like, yeah, he's not coming back. Come on, dude. Paul Pierce with them. Paul, we love you, but hey, sometimes the truth lies. You told a fib. And he already. Why why is he called? He's called the truth Mm -hmm. because in Boston, Paul Pierce was there and he was their marquee player and he was pretty dependable and his nickname was the truth. Yeah. That's just an affectionate nickname for him. But then he had that legendary game where he went down. Oh, my God, is he okay? They had to put him in a wheelchair and wheel him off the court. And then five minutes later, he came running back onto the court with and new life. And he was fine. Everyone said, whoa, it's a miracle. He's going to help us win the finals. And then come and he, tell. They, he does. And like, he does. Yeah, which is, so he, he like comes back like, yeah. like crazy stats, like yeah. really amazing. They won the championship. Turns out he just had to take, just a, had to take a boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> So he, First he of just, all, I told Wrigley that when he wants to take a boo-boo, I'm like, are you ready to take a boo-boo? Go take a boo-boo. He just, he, yeah, he went, he went in, took a, took a deuce, and he came back, click, clack, bang, bang, he in the murder business. He just dropped hundreds. And we only found out about this boob, this boom-boom situation. Because um, he was he talked about He commentated about it. Yeah. He was like, I just had to use the bathroom. And we're like, what? Why did you take the air out of that? I'm like... Oh my word, sir! You already probably weren't getting your contract renewed, but that but was a death knell. Sure. That was a nail in the coffin. Bye. Um, so he. So anyway, uh, Clay was leaving, came back, shot the two free throws. Uh, then he went to the locker room where they diagnosed him with an ACL tear. So they, in light of KD going down, mm. and now an ACL. Slightly less time it takes to recover than but still, a tear, but a long time. Yeah. Clay won't be back until shortly before the playoffs next year. And I think of other like a D Rose. Mm-hmm. His ACL was the first injury. And think it, about and all the other injuries that came after. So if you go through a whole year, again, both of their plays, the way they play are very different. Sure. Like Clay is catch and shoot mostly. Yeah, and like whereas D Derek Rose when he was in the Bulls was a. He was just low to the ground. Put just, a lot of torque on yeah, his body. He was, yeah, exactly. So Thank he, you. so he, he goes and Clay now has to face recovery time for almost a full season. regular yeah. season. So is he going to want to come back and play before the playoffs or nurse it longer, depending on how the recovery process goes? Right. So essentially, Golden State is worst case scenario or best case scenario, even somewhere between worst and best, going to have neither the. Let's say what Clay said the other day. There's three Splash Brothers. KD is one of the Splash Brothers. Oh. They're going to be without two of their three Splash Brothers I mean, next year. I will say, 
uh, Steph Curry, the third Splash Brother, mm-hmm. finally felt, got the taste of what LeBron felt of scoring like 40 plus points and still losing the game. Yep. So, I mean, he's still going to be lethal. As long as, Clay, Steph, as, 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 long as Steph continues to stay healthy, he just needs role players with him to be able to do yeah, well. Yeah, but I think it's hard to get role players when you've got three max contract guys on your salary. Yep. So even so, Golden State was basically forced into the backup. Mm-hmm. There's a salary cap in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Teams can only have so much money on their salary cap. They can go above it, but they have to pay a huge tax. Huge tax. That is the luxury tax. Yep. So if you go beyond it, for every million you're giving someone, that's another tax on top of it. And it gets to be egregiously outrageous. And that's a way to keep small market teams competitive with large market teams. Right. So the Golden State Warriors are saying... We've already offered Steph the richest contract in the NBA. We're about well deserved for sure, and many Clay, years of low, low salary. Clay is going to be their number one priority this summer, and then KD. He was going to be the second priority between behind Clay, but given that they just jeopardized KD's career, I think it forced their hand to say we have to offer him a max con. We want to, but now we have to. So they're going to they jeopardize his career. The Golden State Warriors, yeah. Yes. You don't think you don't think Steph also made the decision to go out there on the on the court? Steph, KD, KD, I'm KD. Um, KD is a grown person who can make his own decisions. But at the end of the day, if you are the medical staff, you have the ability to say we do not clear you. You're right, and at the end of the day, the medical staff works for the team. And if Jalen Rose watched you and said you weren't practice, ready, he it is he said vehemently. He said it is not good for anyone involved. Mm-hmm. He could that, do those were his words. He couldn't do anything, and you cleared him to play. Yeah, you need to offer him a max contract and then some. Yeah, geez. So yeah, that's going to be uh, a Golden State Warriors team that's going to be without two of its superstars next year, yes. and Vegas. Still gives odds to Golden State next year in the finals. How are you going to put people? I'm very curious to see. DeMarcus is leaving. He, mm. He's not staying next year. So you're going to have Steph Curry and a bunch of guys who make one or two million dollars a year. Because Clay and, and KD take can up I, the rest of that. The only thing I can think of, I think their only saving grace is that they are a selfless team. Oh, for sure. Because... For until last year, Steph was like one of the lowest paid players in the in the in the team. In the league. And the league. Yeah. And he was bringing he was MVP twice. League MVP. Yes. Yes. So like yes, he wasn't finals MVP. Okay, cool. But like That's people are talking about that. Which I'm just like, fine, talk about it, whatever. I think at the end of the day, people feel what they want to feel. Um and I have my own thoughts about the MVP conversation. Uh, I feel like we have it every year uh, between you and I. But uh, they have a system where they may they may get everybody to like fall in line, even no, if you're uh, making two, even if you're making the one point five minimum. You have to. This is the year for if you are if you are Joe Blow from the Development League mm-hmm. and you get called up. This is your you, year. You say thank you very much. I will take it and I will I will I will give my one hundred and ten percent. This is the Golden State Warriors who've been to five of the last finals. KD and Clay are out. 
If you have a 10-day contract or a one-year contract, you take that. You maximize that time. Yep. If they're paying you in peanuts, you go out there and you jump you your say best. How, you, say, you say jump, I say how high. Exactly. That's what you do. It's going to be fun. It's going to be definitely For interesting. For some guys. Um, which is why everyone thinks that it's going to like change the NBA because you got these two players that are going that aren't playing next year. And so thus, you know, when you think of like what is going to be the playoffs next year, what is who who uh, are going to be the top 8 teams on both on both specifically the Western Conference. Let's talk about the Eastern though too with the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, because they're Ka- off if Kawhi. So Kawhi is a one-time purchase. Mm-hmm. One year, one-time purchase. It was a rental. It was a rental. It could be a more permanent situation ship. Maybe. But we don't know yet. Kawhi doesn't know yet. Kawhi doesn't. But Kawhi did accept a plant from a, a, a fan today during their um, the parade. A ficus? Uh, it was a small little succulent plant, Succulent? I he took a succulent? I, someone gave him a no, plant? No, someone gave him a plant here's as a housewarming gift. Here's something to take care of in your new house that is allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, he said it's not done yet. Oh, my God. He said he didn't purchase it. Oh, my word. He said the deal's not done yet. Oh, my word. (laughs) I'm done. I Um, love Kawhi. Savage. More and more I love Kawhi. More and more. Oh, yeah. And I want to apologize about Kawhi uh, because this time, mm, no, sometime last year, before this whole Toronto decision was made for him to come there, I was very critical of Kawhi Leonard, and I said a lot of things. In defense of the Spurs organization mm-hmm. and giving, uh, what are you doing? I'm just looking at this. Giving giving Kawhi uh, a lot of flack for not being more communicative around his uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. All things medical and business and all that. This man does not say words. <laughs> He's, that is his thing. And what I have learned from that is it doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't have confidence mm. or he is um, scared of the moment. When he does press conferences, he doesn't give you much, but he'll show you glimpses of his personality. It's just not... There's something in there. I will say today he spoke at the rally, the Toronto Raptors like rally that they had, yeah. and he said something, and then you know how there's a meme going around of him laughing? Yeah. Like, that's just yeah. like it's it's a pretty famous yeah. meme just literally search Kawhi you'll probably find it right um, and it's just like kind of like an awkward funny laugh and you're like you don't know and he literally mimicked himself doing that did he at the rally at the rally at oh. the end and I was like oh you making fun of yourself that's really you know what that's we like sm- that I love that I literally I, I think I sent it to you I don't know if you saw it but I am um, not. I'm sure you haven't because <laughs> why would you listen to me Ladies and gentlemen, this is my plight. This uh, is my plight with the men in my did life. You sent it to me on Instagram. I did. Yeah, stop doing that. Except everything I sent you is so epic. It's uh, all good. Then my favorite is when I send you something and you're like, I just sent that to you three messages ago. <laughs> oh. So, bef- so what you should do is go on your Instagram, immediately go to the messages, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, read everything mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I sent you. Which yeah. is not a lot. I, I'm yeah. very selective of what I do yeah. send you. You know, it's just so much work on my thumb. Sir, sir. I might thumb anyway, is very you busy. you contrarian, sleeping under <laughs> a rock weirdo. 
Why do I love you so much? Uh, I'm so done with you. Anyway. I'll laugh like Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how he did. I'm going to have to watch that. You'll have to, I'll, I'll, show, check I'll, send, it. I'll show it to you. Right. It's very funny. Um, but big congrats to Toronto for winning their first chip ever in their 20-some years of having a team. The first time the championship's ever been outside of the United States. Yep. And literally, so somebody posted this meme just because we can't have a cast where we don't talk about LeBron. Um, someone's like, LeBron misses one playoff game and a whole other country wins yes! the championship. Yes, damn it. <laughs> and I I read that and I was just like, oh, and I sent that to you too, yes. by the way. I'm sure I'll, you did. Check it out. I'll laugh just as <laughs> and hard. I, I think I like fell off my seat started laughing because yes. I'm like, there is so much truth. Yeah, he misses, that. he misses one playoff. One playoff game. And people think, yeah, good for Toronto. Way to sneak in there. Mm-hmm. Way to sneak in. So Kawhi might go somewhere we don't know where he might stay. Right. The people are leaning toward, uh, and it has been said for many months, that Kawhi might go to Los Angeles because he has family in San Diego and L.A. And he misses the comforts of home and warm weather. The popular consensus was he's going to the L.A. Clippers. But recent events have sparked uh, rumors that he might go to a different L.A. team. Do you want to tell the people? Do you want to bring the The Los Angeles Lakers? Lakers. Lakers. Okay. Okay. LaCroix. Sure. The, the, the Los Sacramento Angeles Lacrosse. <laughs> the Lacrooks. Lacro- Lacrooks. Um, yikes, man. How do we feel about that? We haven't told the people what it is. What is it? Oh, you don't know? Mm-mm. Tell me. Do well, I know? It, after much uh, trials and tribulation, yeah. the Los Angeles Lacrosse have... Delivered to the king, a squire of great uh, prestige. Oh, I literally lost you. I was just like, what are you trying to say that I don't know that I no, don't know? No, you or, know. Oh, I know this. I'm smart. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am, I like, I come am, on, buddy. I am six, smart. <laughs> six, six year veteran, five time all star center. Well, and then power forward, but we all know he's a fucking center. He's a, he is a giant. <sighs> For the, it annoys me so much. Mm-hmm. For the New Orleans Pelicans, Anthony Davis for is going to the Lakers for all of their stuff. <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> to a point where I was 100% okay with it. I'm fine with it. Because there were rumors that Alonzo Ball was being like shopped. touted after, shopped in Chicago. And I was mm. like, no, we can keep all of that. Or the Suns. Just like keep all of that wherever. Right. Do, please do not come to my team. I will take another year of my team being garbage. Jeez. Just stay away. LeVar <laughs> rolls into Chicago. <laughs> it's not windy enough here for my boy. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What are you Sir, talking about? a lot of things. He needs to wear number 23. You know... God, you know it's you retired, know. right, You're, sir? You are well aware. <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. You know sit down. We know that you know. Does he know? Does he? We don't Lord, know. The Lord only knows So the knows. Lakers have given up Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, a fine young player, and three future first round draft picks. Wild. For one guy. One guy. And you say what to that? Uh, those are those were choices mm-hmm. that you made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. 
do you? Um, and shut up, LeVar Ball. Yeah. I hope Anthony Davis stays uh, healthy. Yeah. One, yes. I think the theme of this cast is please stay healthy. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. I've heard, I've seen, I've heard tell and I've seen Anthony Davis be injured before. Concussions and things. Yeah, he's been out for some t- some yeah. some times, and I hope that doesn't happen when he's playing with the King. I think Agreed. the Lakers made the right move in keeping Kyle Kuzma. I agree. As a third option, I agree. That's a quality third That's option. A smart he, move. He already gives you eighteen points as it is with right. that ragtag bunch of guys. Right. So give him a third player role, and he'll get you boards and points. Yep. So. They had to give up three draft picks. And shout out to just, David Griffin of the Pelicans, general manager. Three, you, they now get the first round pick as well as the fourth round pick for this coming draft. Yes. That is wild. Well, the, the, the first and the fourth pick overall. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, in yeah. the first round. Yeah. That, the first in and the, the first round. In yeah, the yeah. first round, they get the fourth and the fourth yes. and the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's like. You get Zion Williamson. Yep. And whoever you pick it for. Yep. We're some fine young talent. Again, top five. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. Just think of LeBron's cast. Yep. LeBron's class was LeBron, mm-hmm. <laughs> he who, who shall not be named, uh-huh. Carmelo, um, Bosch, and Dwayne yeah. Wade. Yeah. All f- Four of those five are future all-stars. Yep. For sure. So you get your swing at these four, and if you're David Griffin... You know talent when you see it. Of course. You've been under- as long as people are healthy, they're gonna be yeah. yeah. So you go out and you get Zion, you get your fourth pick, and then the next couple years you get two more first round picks in addition to whatever else yep. your your picks land you at. Yep. So the but on the Lakers part, I thought it was so good for them to say and I'm assuming I'm I'm complimenting Rob Palenka here, saying Be careful there. <laughs> I know. He said you know what? If I have LeBron James and I have Anthony Davis, then the picks that we have in the next two to three years shouldn't be very high. Yeah. Those should be picks 25 to 32. Yep. 25 to 30, yep. I should say. So, uh, yeah, good move. you got to give those up because LeBron's with you for three more years. Who cares about your draft? <laughs> Bless you. Thank who cares you. about your draft picks? You're looking for veterans and people who can shoot, people who are tested. People who, people who can be in the playoff pressure. Because yeah. we've talked about this rookies. in previous casts where, like, it's one thing to be a great ball player, mm-hmm. to have the skills to dribble, to shoot, to block, to defend, like, all, like to do the things, the skills that you need on the court. It's one thing to do those things. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to do those things in a pressure situation, in right. a pressure cooker. And that's what the playoffs are. Yeah, you need to go. The Lakers' next thing they need to do, once they put Anthony Davis on the books uh, after July 6th and LeBron James, they are going to have 23 point something million dollars to play with for the rest of their roster. That's not... That's not rumors, Trump change. That's not... Well, if you're trying to get Kawhi Leonard, it is. Well, well yeah. Which rumors are... Chris Broussard is reporting that the Lakers are trying to go get Kawhi Leonard. The Lakers are trying to get a lot of people. They're trying to build the next super team. They Rumor is Kawhi Leonard said he would be open to looking at the Lakers if they got Anthony Davis. They got Anthony Davis. So, so does that mean he's... They'd I, have to I go just, into the luxury tax. Right, which is, again, that's a choice that you make. You're LA, money. you make money. Yeah, you sure. could probably afford it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You maybe have contingency plans and money in the corner to pay those taxes. You're LA. I get it. You're a big market team. I'm just curious how they're going to play together. 
You, LeBron you have, and AD you, or Kawhi too? The three of them. If yeah. Let's say all three of them can. Not well. I'm just thinking LeBron, vocal, leader, he will be the face. He is the face. And 25 points a game. Yes. Yeah. You have AD. I think he, like, I don't really know AD's personality. I don't either. Like, it's, it, I just, I can't. He's not a leader. He's no, just he a just, monster. He just does what he, he does what he does well. Yes. When he's healthy. Yeah, he's a stat hog. Right. He, a, yeah, he, he does. Points, boards. Bo- like, blocks. the amount of boards, blocks. Like, he's a big man. He's a big man that, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to mess with. And Kawhi, the claw, he, I'm starting to love his personality more and more. But beyond that, he's still, he's just <laughs> overall such a well-rounded player. Yeah. So, like, when you think about what they're able to do, to mm-hmm. like, just separately, I'm mm-hmm. like, these are all really good skills that could make a really good team. Mm-hmm. But will they will they mesh personality-wise? Will they mesh well No. when it comes to being on the court? You well, don't the, think so? The question is, how do you think Kawhi is going to react to being... Sorry, I keep on burping. Anyway. all this beer. How do you think Kawhi is going to react to being the third option? I honestly don't think he has that ego so he can go from scoring what he's scoring this year to being the third option and scoring 18 a game and Kyle Kuzma gets his 16 mm-hmm. uh, you want to win another chip you want to be closer to home they will win a championship if the three of them play together that's not a question I just don't know if Kawhi has the ego or doesn't after this latest stint where he proves Was a one year rental can be your, your ticket to a championship right I don't know how big his britches are. Yeah. I mean... Going to the Clippers, he'd be the man. I I, I remember him winning in 2014 when the Spurs won. Yeah, they won Mm -hmm. in 2014, right? Probably. Yeah. Um, And I don't remember him being as talkative. Maybe I just don't remember. No. Um, Like, after they won, he was like, yeah, I'm really excited that we won. Like, he was euphoric when he won this past game. (laughs) I was like, is he smiling? Yo, he is like smiling with his teeth, like all of his teeth. He is laughing. I mean, of course they, they won. You know, like sure. the six one and six. That's freaking great. You know. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, the, he and Kyle Lowry um, had an interview with Rachel Nichols, one of uh, ESPN's um, uh, sports reporters, um, uh, and she was like, you know, to Kyle Lowry, who's been with Toronto for many years mm. like how do you feel about Kawhi you know like his next choices and stuff like that He's and then Kawhi Joe's like he doesn't want me here he got his championship he, he's over with he's yeah! over me right now and, I, and of course <laughs> Kyle <laughs> this this boy is running in my apartment okay get back here um, I, saw, I love these he calls um, such shit and out so Kawhi so this Kawhi said this right yeah. like he doesn't need me and like he doesn't want me anymore he like got he, got, he got his trip he doesn't need me yes! and and you know Kyle laughs and then he goes no at the end of the day whatever he desires I support him like I appreciate him and I was just like man that's that's cool like, it seems like they have a cool relationship the both of them like the respect like especially considering his best friend was traded away to get this guy Kyle's you best know? friend Kyle's best DeMar. friend DeMar DeRozan who is now at the Spurs and Kyle, Kyle was so openly obstinate about mm-hmm. that 
So I didn't want Kawhi. I didn't want. He didn't say it in those words, but his no, language and was, his lack. Of, he was hurt. Yeah, I don't want. I didn't want him here. Oh, God, oh you fired like my coach. A, blah blah. blah. Yeah. Like you got rid of the coach. You got rid of the uh, my star player. But Drew player. Carey is doing so great. Nick Nurse did his <laughs> dang job. Nick Nurse looks a lot like Drew Carey. Skinny Drew Carey. No kidding. And then so the fact that now everybody has to eat their words and accept that. Masai Ujiri, the GM for the Toronto Raptors, mm. did a heist. Did you hear about what happened to him? Yeah, he punched someone in the face. No, he didn't like... Okay. He First made contact all, with a sheriff's... He definitely or with made, a guard's face. Let me let me say one thing. You go So, ahead. Uh, the GM owner... GM owner? No, he's the general manager. He's a GM. GM of Toronto Raptors. I forgot, how do you say his name? Masai Ujiri. Masai Ujiri. That is his name. GM. He is, if you didn't know by his name, a black man. Uh-oh. So I just wanted to put Uh-oh. that out there, that a black man is a general manager for the Toronto Raptors. Stay woke. So he, of course, when the celebration is happening on the court in Golden State Warriors territory in Oracle, he's coming down from his seats, probably box seats that he had, to celebrate because that's what they do he has the right to be there he clearly had his credentials on him you could see it hanging from his pocket from what i saw so they're asking you can be down here black man without your credentials and he's like i'm the gm of essentially he's saying i'm the gm of um of the golden state of the toronto raptors and they're like no you can't come in i think he pushes the person he does and uh, it was a scuffle that kind of happened and then Kyle Lowry had to come in and grab him and be like, nah, you need to be here. Don't worry about it. Like, you have to be here. He's being charged with like a minor misdemeanor assault um, charge um, in Oakland. But it just comes to show that when you are a black man in power, you still need to prove that you are in power. Well, okay. I heard a different story. What did you hear? I heard... Reported by Brian Windhorst. I just want to say that um, Alice continues to eat my flipping Oreos. If you don't bring Oreos the next Oreos and beer, the next time we do this cast, I will punch you in the face. I bring you beer one time, and now <laughs> this mouse wants so many cookies. Like, what the fuck? Um, How many cookies have you eaten? <laughs> yeah, I know that was justified. And, and plantain chips. Oh, I shouldn't have brought you anything. I should have brought you nothing. Um, no, <laughs> if you did, did do that, I would actually be mad at you. No, and you know mind. that. <laughs> this this uh, report from Brian Windhorse was that he Masai Ujiri came down from press box or yeah. whatever his box he was in toward the court, as you said, through that tunnel. Yep. And the guards who were stationed that night were told. By the security chief that night. Hey, this is game six. It could be an elimination right, game. Sure. You need to be very careful who comes on the court, and we are sticking to credentials. Uh, Again, by the all book. good. All, all good. by the book. This is like standard. Totally makes sense. The, what, what was reported by Brian was that he came to the Messiah came to the court, came up on that uh, security guard, and said, "Hey, I'm coming out there." And he said, "No, you're not. I need credentials." And Messiah did not have the credentials on him, according to Brian. According to the report that was mm. put forth there is that Masai did not present those and did not have those, but he pushed the guard and the guard said, sir, I can't let you out here or however he responded. Sure. But then Masai made contact with the guard's face and then okay. he made his way onto the court. I don't know if, if Kyle Lowry came Kyle, to get him. There's, there's video of Kyle Lowry grabbing Okay, so yeah. he came to get him from the situation. It may be that Masai was trying to get on the court, made several points of contact, 
with the guard and then was brought in by Kyle Lowry. So this guard did not recognize Masai Ujiri sure. as the guy. And as a person, you know, like, I wouldn't know. If you asked me who the GM of, like, a random team was, I wouldn't necessarily know that that answer. Chicago Bulls? I actually don't know the GM. Is it? What's his face? It's not worth it. <laughs> it he's doing a really poor job. Um, oh, Gar Foreman. Ugh, I hate that guy. Anyway. Um, but anywho, so that's Toronto Raptors. Um, at the end of the day, um, congrats to the 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 Toronto Raptors for winning you know game who, six in six. You know who else gave them congratulations? Who? The Golden State Warriors. What did they do? They made an advertisement uh, congratulating the uh, the Toronto Raptors. That's amazing. They put money toward a, an advertisement that just you can run it electronically or posters or whatever. Yeah. Just saying congratulations to the Toronto Raptors for winning their first championship. That is. So, the classy move man good sportsmanship that's impressive I'm into it I'm into it that really did end well with great sportsmanship I I was impressed with the way Steph and the rest of the team after so many injuries and yeah. a hard fought battle were able to say congrats Toronto you were the better team yeah and it's it's one of those things like it, we don't know what this game this series would have been if there was oh excuse me a both healthy KD and Clay. You know, um, it could have been maybe different, but at the end of the day, that's how the cards were dealt, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. I mean, there's other rumors happening as far as like potential um, things happening in like Kyrie is thinking of potentially um, to the Lakers. Like that, I heard that's potentially a rumor that like he's interested. Keep floating that. There's so many rumors. Kyrie's not going to play back with LeBron. No, he's not. Believe me, if he does, I'll be the first one to get excited. Yeah. But he's coming to Brooklyn. That's that's the word tell on the street. That's what they say. But, but you know what? But you know what? I think the plan was for him to come to Brooklyn with someone else. KD. KD being one of them. And if KD's not coming to the Nets then that might change things. Yeah. But also, Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy he's, Butler. He, he just said that he's not taking... Um, he's not taking... Uh, Offers? The, the, no, he's... he's he, he The with, signing with the... With, with 76ers. The extension. He, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He so opted he'll be out a free, of it. He'll be a free agent. So, Jimmy Butler could play with Kyrie in Brooklyn. And we'll I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at it. That backcourt, it's pretty strong. Yep. Other than that, I don't think there's really anything else. Kemba Walker's out there. Kemba Walker's another one that the Lakers are looking into. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about the Lakers. I'm curious to see what the other teams that have cap space is going to do. Anthony Davis better stay healthy. You know what? I want everybody to stay healthy. Yeah, but God bless Anthony Davis and no one else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the... You probably didn't see... uh, Tyson Fury, the boxer from England. No. He's the modern day... People are calling him the best heavyweight. Okay. He's just mm, arguably the best heavyweight in the game right now. He just fought a hard-fought battle where he knocked out a guy for his 20th KO in his career. And he came in the ring. I I don't know where the fight was, Las Vegas or wherever, but he came in wearing an Uncle Sam Stars and Stripes top hat outfit. 
Oh my god. Over the top. This guy's a character to the highest degree. He's got a colorful language, got a colorful personality. He's a box office hit. Mm-hmm. So he comes in the ring, knocks this guy out in the uh, post-fight interview. He's still in the ring with his gloves on. They asked him questions. He didn't answer any of those questions. He just mm-hmm. said whatever he wanted to. But one of the questions was, uh, what what do you say to making this your 20th uh KO in your career mm-hmm. the fans came to see uh, you really have like a boxing match right. they thought they were going to get a little bit of you know show and, and the sportsmanship right. of it the the this uh, the tactility uh, sure. not tactility the, the tactician in you plus maybe a KO you showed a little bit of everything tonight we right. got to see a real complete package what do you say to that he says first of all I want to say thank you to my lord and savior Jesus Christ oh my word for letting me win this fight tonight and then to the people of America I want to say God bless you and uh, what how did he say it God he said God bless it's such a God bless you and no one else oh my word <laughs> and he's from England yeah Oh, I'm so confused. From the Shire. And he's, he's from the Shire. And he he was so aggressively joyful and offensive in his praise for God and country. That's not even his country. And I said, brother, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. So for the like the Anthony Davis health comment, I was just thinking, God bless Anthony Davis and really no one else. <laughs> the Laker Nation is rising. So I hope that I hope that LeBron and AD run the team. Go ahead, get them to the playoffs, win a championship. I mean, this will it'll be fun. People are talking on ESPN. There are people who are openly there's commentators, right, talking about wanting LeBron to win a championship next year. Things we'll see. That, you know, in in shows where normally people are a little on they're on they are unbiased. Mm. They're objective in their opinions. They weigh things out and give no rooting uh, fanship to a team. People are just straight up saying, I hope LeBron wins the championship next year. I hope he does too. Yeah. I Can everybody get a participation trophy? No. What if, what if they <laughs> that, form that a, a super team that wins 70 games next year? Are you still going to be in his corner? Or do we like a good underdog? Um, I mean, I always like an underdog story. Um, I would say... LeBron and the players don't make any of these choices. It's all the people in the front office. I'm sure LeBron has um, influence. I was going to say. Uh, as to, you want me to still be here? You might want to get 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 me some help that isn't this. Oh, hold on one second, because we haven't talked about this yet. What? LeVar Ball. Yeah. It wasn't on our list of things to talk about. No, I about. know. But I just figured it would come up when we mm-hmm. talk about AD's trade. Okay. So when AD was traded to the Lakers, mm-hmm. his son, Lonzo, was traded as well. Well, not to... AD's son. Oh, LeVar Ball's son. Yeah. AD Does AD have a son? Probably. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, and, 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 you know, I'm like, oh, he's going to have something to say about this because, you know, LeVar Ball is a man of... Many, many words. words. Many. All, he has all the words. He's the anti-Kawhi. He is. He is. He has all the words. Mm. And so his. Someone. He was at some sort of ball game. And then he go. Someone asked him the question. Uh, on the Lakers trading Lonzo Ball. And he goes. I guarantee. It'll be the worst move the Lakers ever did in their life. And they will never win another championship. And then Shaq. My favorite troll of mm. all time goes. Mm second worst 
he tweets oh boy second worst oh meaning oh his boy. trade was worse oh was boy. way more worse oh which yes it's true that's funny <laughs> it's that's true really funny and i was like oh god i love you Shaq. that was so funny that was so funny I, but also yeah. lavar ball shut up well <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> no oh god i thought Stephen a's interview with him was so good and calling him on that. What did, what did Stephen A say? He said, So you're telling me that your son, career average 10 points a game, averaged 9 points a game last year, shoots 40% from the field, 32% from three, is the biggest mistake they're letting go of. This is the big. This, that's Explain yourself. Sir, <laughs> I wish you could see my face because it's like. It is delusion of grandeur that this family has, specifically this man. Like, I'm all about you, like, going hard for your kid. Like, the way my parents go hard for me Mm -hmm. and love me and protect me and, like, think I am all that in a bag of chips, like, love it. Right? Like, I I want every kid to be supported that, like, hard and fiercely. Mm -hmm. But also, like... My parents also give me a dose of like, but you also ain't shit. Right. Like, you're wonderful, you're talented, you're beautiful, all those things. But you are, you can also be nothing. You know, like you ain't getting pineapple on this Domino's pizza this week. <laughs> oh, ew, grass. Actually, I don't mind pineapple. <laughs> you missing out. <laughs> I actually like it, but whatever. But it like comes to this place of like, what? Why is it that he is? Is he like? Sometimes I think he's doing it to be like the Chris Jenner of the basketball world of like he's the Don King of yeah, the basketball. Yeah, he wants world. he wants to he wants everyone to know he's all like their family is you know. But I'm just like sir, just sit down. Just like let your kids play. He said the Lakers weren't going to win a championship unless they had all the ball brothers on their team. Sir Bob. LaMelo, LiAngelo, and Lonzo. Like, it's, I get why you want that. Like, I get why you want all of your boys to play for one team. I'm not dumb. That's cool. Sure. I get it. He also said that he wanted Lonzo to go to New Orleans. And Stephen A said, so all these weeks where you were saying you did not want Lonzo to play in New Orleans, that you don't like it there, that it wouldn't be good for his career, and you would rather he go to the Suns and or somewhere else, you were, you're telling me you were saying that so in order for him to go to the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm. Yes. See, it's a... You don't and, make no sense. No, and he said, it even says it on the jersey, no L.A., yeah. You all right? Points for that. I give you points for that, <laughs> but nothing else. You, you're an abomination. You, girl, man, shut up. If you're gonna give me a wordplay, it's it's an easy, it's easy. Low That's picking too easy. fruit. Too, low picking fruit. Too easy. I will go with that every time. But this irrationality around your your boys, I don't like it. Not Ugh, one bit. Messy, messy, messy. Well, there's Levar Ball. I mean, he's going away for a while because he's going to a team where maybe we don't get to hear from him very often. And Zion Williamson will take up the cover of the headlines. In I don't that think Lavar would love that. I think he's going to have to get used to. It. Well, he had got used to it when he had um, Le- LeBron. That's true. He did shut up when LeBron yeah, was there. They told him. But do you, but LeBron has the clout and the power to be like if he if this man don't shut up. We'll see. Do you know. think Zion will? I know. I think I'm thinking of David Griffin if he has the temperament as the GM to have any influence on that. He should. If you're a good GM, you would. 
we'll see man there's so much that could happen that i'm looking forward to discussing in the near future so before we do that in the coming weeks why don't we talk about our dope people of the week let's do it all right all right folks welcome to our third and final segment of the cast where we talk about our dope people of the week this is where we talk about someone who has done someone or something or some people who have done something dope this week that we are we want to highlight and congratulate them and we always like to end the cast on a high note so alex i believe it's your turn Mm-hmm. Who is your dope person? I'm going to celebrate people bringing home hardware okay. uh, this year. And so one of the awards that was given out was the PWA Award for Coach of the Year. That's the Professional Basketball Writers Association. Okay, 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 okay. And okay. this year's PWA Award winner is the LA Clippers head coach, Doc Rivers. Wow, very well deserving. Winning the 2018-19 Rudy Tomjanovich Award is what is technically called mm-hmm. and named after the former Houston Rockets coach. Mm-hmm. We did other teams too, but mostly the Rockets, mm-hmm. um, which honors an NBA coach for his cooperation with the media and fans, as well as excellence on the court. It's a combination. I would say it's all of those things. Trifecta. I love it. Yeah. So Doc Rivers, always a good uh, post-game interview. Mm-hmm. Good for talking, good love for it. chatting. He's fun. It. And then, uh, yeah, the Clippers did well this year. Surprised everyone. Yeah. I watched the Clippers game in LA when I went. It was mm-hmm. the Clippers against Portland. Uh-huh. Wonderful game. They A really solid team solid with team. no superstars. None. Doc said, well, just do well, it with us scrappy mofos yeah really good and so he got it this year the other finalists were also kenny atkinson of the brooklyn nets great mike great one mike d'antoni of the houston rockets great one michael malone mike malone of the denver nuggets yes and nate mcmillan of the indiana pacers hmm no no uh nick nurse huh uh no he got something this year he he got his own award oh okay do we know about this also the championship. Oh, but also, I'm done. But also, but also he, uh, this is a combination of, with fans, media, and excellence on the court. I just think with media, Nick Nurse is not as gregarious as Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is always down for a post game. He is. Doc Rivers likes chatting. He, he knows how to, I mean, and he's been fine for some of his chatter. Yeah. You feel like you're sitting down having a one-on-one conversation yeah. with Doc you're whenever like, he's It's like talking. having a beer with somebody. Yeah, there's 30, just, 30 reporters in the room, but you feel like you're the only one. If you asked him a question... He's talking to he's you. He's just talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, Doc Rivers. I love it. Did you know that Doc Rivers' son... No, daughter... Austin. I was going to say, Austin, his daughter is a great volleyball player. And is marrying Seth Curry. Okay, I didn't know it was Seth. I know she used to date... Though they're getting married. Well, no. Well, I know she used to date Paul George. Yeah, no, she's definitely and marrying she's the Currys and yeah. the the Rivers. The Rivers are going to be a a dynasty, <laughs> a basketball dynasty he, like none other. He married her into royalty. Uh, well, he's already royal. He's, it's he's, like they're combining kingdoms. There's a lot of kingdoms being combined in yeah. this way, which is very lovely and wonderful. I, that is a great person to have as your dope person. Does do the Currys have a daughter with no it's just Steph and Seth and they do have a daughter they have a daughter too they do is she married she is married okay so Austin Rivers has no shot then is what you're telling me yeah no okay wait is Austin Rivers married to no Austin Rivers is married to their daughter I think Mm, what hold on I know this the Curry like there's someone a one of Steph Curry's siblings 
is married to one of Doc Rivers' kids. Yeah, let's be right about this. Seth Curry, who are you married to? Or Mary Ying. Or Mary Ying. Let's look at his personal life. Yep. I was right. There, um, Carter. Uh, no, 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 no. Carter Curry, Curry and Gay, uh, uh, Seth Curry became engaged to former professional volleyball player Callie Rivers, daughter of Los Angeles Clippers head coach Doc Rivers. They have a daughter named Carter who was born on May 2018. So, oh, cool. So I was right originally. Um, That's great. So my dope person is none other than the Sir John Stewart. He's not really a Sir, but I'd like to give it to him. Nice. John Stewart, former um, host of The Daily Show with John Stewart. I like John. Um, he is a good man. He is pretty freaking great. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I really miss him in general. I mean, I do love Trevor Noah. I love Hassan Minaj. I love, I love a lot of people who are doing really great, like Stephen Colbert, who are all doing really great things in late night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do miss his um, candor. Right. And his uh, matter of fact, no holes bar, I'm calling you on your bullshit kind of uh, way of reporting news. Like, because most of college, I got my news through Mr. John Stewart. Yes. Yeah, so he, since has retired and is like raising animals in a farm somewhere in Jersey, I believe. Is he really? No, yeah, he really is. What kind of animals? Like farm animals. Ferrets? Like goats and like cows and things like that. You keep going. I'm going to yeah. do some that Google up. image searches real quick. <laughs> um, so he recently, um, John Stewart, went to Congress um, on behalf of the 9-11 victims um, about the 9 on the to talk about the 9-11 Victims Fund, um, where for those of you who were in New York, I wasn't in New York when this happened. When 9-11 happened, many people got sick from the soot and like the just the the damaging effects of of all of the all the things that happened in 9-11 once the trains hit the planes hit the towers. So John Stewart from from 9-11 on has been a big advocate for making sure that these victims, these firefighters, these police officers, these doctors and nurses and people who were on site risking their lives to save other people's lives to make sure that they got the proper medical um, medical uh, attention that they needed. Um, and uh, there was a point where this fund was uh, was obviously created by the government and there was a point where the government was going to stop funding it because they're like, you should all be good by now. And John's like, no, people are getting like lung cancer and shit like that. Like you you can't just say that this is like done. Like this, this has lasting effects on people. These are people's lives. And he did, he went to Congress and testified in front of all of them and said, look, they did their jobs 15 20 years ago y'all need to start doing yours and he had this really impassioned speech where he was incredibly emotional uh but also incredibly uh articulate and poignant about his the points that he was making um and that after his i don't know if you've seen the video of him speaking he literally gave them a tongue lashing and shamed them for their kind of like their lack of urgency to take care of these people who very much took care of the American public 
you know, by doing the things that they did. Yeah. And after he said what he said, it was a huge standing ovation for him. And of course, after everything was done, Mitch McConnell, um, turtle, turtle boy was like, I don't know why John Stewart is all bent out of shape about this. It's not a big deal. And it's like, you are so obtuse. I can't even, I can't even stand you. But John Stewart, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for standing up for like, it's, it's something that I had no idea about. I had no idea that this was a fund that was potentially at risk for people to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm grateful that he used his power, his clout, his privilege as a white man to be, you know, to be present and to be cognizant. And let's be real. If LeBron brings you on his first episode of The Shop and co-signs you, mm-hmm. I think I co-sign you too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, John Stewart, thank you for being dope. Thank you for what you what you did for uh, the 9-11 victims and their families. Um, uh, it may have happened, you know, 20 some odd years ago, um, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect us every day. So thank you for what you did. Did you know he has a farm? He does. I told you he has a farm of did, animals. Did you know he has like goats? I literally like, said those exact words to there's, you. There's images. On I, Google are you not images. listening to me because I'm a woman? Google images. Or I'm a woman of has color. Pictures of him like holding little baby goats. It's oh really my god! Sweet. Is it? Does it make my ovaries explode? It's that, really nice. Is it making your 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 balls explode? Is that a thing? I was. I don't think they equate. <laughs> they don't equate. <laughs> was it like your kidneys? Like it's whatever is like right there no. in your insides. You don't have that. I was worried you were gonna say something else. <laughs> what did you think it was gonna say? Uh, like, uh, that sounds weird. <laughs> okay, we're gonna. You can fill the I, gaps. I, okay, I can but fill I was the like, gaps. I thought, no, oh, that don't don't go there. Okay, oh, balls. No. She went with balls. I okay, that balls. makes sense. Because um, balls and ovaries seem equivalent to me. I learned this weekend something since we're on the subject of testicles. <laughs> okay. Do you know where the male semen is made? Uh, it's not in the balls. No. I think it's like it. It must go. It might maybe like. I've never through, thought of this. Maybe question. through the shaft, like through it, like whatever's in the balls, come up to where, like the 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 start of the pee pee, and then it goes. You know. Did I, I just say that you still call it pee pee? <laughs> I appreciate you call the penis a pee pee, um, and I hope you use that with men in real life, who are not me, who appreciate you for your candor. I'm actually really embarrassed I said that. Um, oh my god. She's in, she's, so the male PP inserts itself into, into the VJJ. Uh, into the hoo-ha. Into the woo-hoo. Uh, no, it is produced in the prostate. Oh, that's the, why prostate cancer is mm-hmm. like really scary. So it produces the... It, uh, it produces the semen, but the, the semen isn't fertilized with the seed in the prostate. The seed, the little chia seeds, uh-huh. they come from the balls. Yes. I didn't know that. I, th- I thought I that. all of it came from inside there. Well, I did too, until you told me. Now it, that makes a lot more it sense. It goes in there as like, okay, we're the carrier vehicle from the prostate. We're here to pick up the... The seed. The little babies. And then the so balls So the prostate are like, has the tail? And the balls that's have my, this the ball the head. That's my understanding. And then they link, <clears throat> and then they go. We're gonna swim. Millions of us are gonna swim into. I don't know if it's a tail, but it's like you know how semen are like considered like it's like the head and like the little snaky tail. That's I've, I've I've seen. Look who's talking. I know. Okay. Have you seen the movie? No. Oh. 
Just watch the first. Oh, the look who's talking. The one with the baby is like speaking yeah. as like a human, but like it's all in their yes. mind. Yes. Yes. I've, I've seen both the of them. The opening scene. Yeah, I've seen both of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I learned what the statement does. Ah, oh, very good, very good, very good. Is that good. a real? I have to go watch that movie again. It was a real movie. I've well, seen it several times. Yeah, the first part, though, has the semen floating through the stuff. And I don't know how they did it. If it's under a microscope or if it's... Probably animated. Animated. But I'm well, sure it's, it's not so. animated. Well, now... I mean, it's weird. Like, now they have, like, technology where you can put, like, a whole camera up in your woo I think that's what it was. Because that's what... I'm, I feel like it has to be different. Look who's anyway. talking. It is not on YouTube. I'm going to have to... Mm. I'll figure it out. I'll report back. Report back, sir. Well, that is it for our cast. I hope you guys enjoyed our cast and um, hope you're subscribed to us and following us on all our social media platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast at Dabblin' Dribblin'. Um, anything you want to say for the end of the cast? Ooh, we forgot to do one last thing. Hmm. We wanted to wish both our dads and all the fathers out there a happy Father's Day. We could do that in the opening. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Okay, we'll do that then. If you're um, listening to this. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Except you already listened to it. Right. Anyway, um, anything you want to close off with yeah, our with You can our find the opening scene of Look Who's Talking Now with the Sperm on YouTube, and it is fascinating. <laughs> and also, shout out to the St. Louis Blues for winning the first championship in city history. Hey! Congratulations, Game 7. Woo-hoo! Pulling it out in the clutch. It was... Hustle uh, City, I love I you. I saw the highlights. It was very fun. Well, folks... We hope you enjoyed it. Be dope and we'll catch you later. See ya.